Hey, this is Michelle Rhinus with Badass Leader. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 212, 212 with my badass leader friend, Michelle Rhinus. A fantastic lady, driven. Very intense, yet so full of passion, so full of empathy. She wants to help you stretch to your potential, to make that leap. I had so much fun in this interview. You're going to hear about it. There's a book giveaway, so make sure you listen to the end. So here comes my good friend, Michelle Rhinus. So sit back, relax. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And I got uh, the badassery of all badasses, my good friend, Michelle Rhinus, who's a speaker, author, entrepreneur, CEO, CEO, and an ever-evolving badass leader. Her definition of a badass leader is being intentional about who she wants and needs to be for her team. Early in her leadership journey, she was an absolute ass. Not badass. She was an ass as a boss. Trust me, I've been there, peeps, and you guys all know my story. She's a, she was oblivious to the impact she was having on people. Perhaps much like many of you, she didn't understand the art of leading people, communicating, and building a badass team. The people can the people part can be the most challenging for men, many leaders. It certainly was for her. She's excited to share the most impactful 12 leadership lessons she's learned during her over 30-year corporate com- career. These stories and lessons are focused on the people part of leadership. Follow these 12 lessons and you unlock the art of leading like a badass. And Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. Please introduce yourself to the squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Oh, black. Black. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You'll see that on my website. Yeah, I just love black. It's cool. It's calm. It's fearless. It's badassery. It's badassery. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's get to this Miss Corporate Culture because I watched a couple of your videos um, on YouTube, one about anticipation and stuff, and you use some big words, right? And I was very impressed with what you put out there. But let's get to the origins of how you move from that like kind of corporate world and maybe the origins. I know you had dealt with some abandonment and some, uh, uh, issues in your past. Let's get there and then pull it forward into the badass leader. You bet. So, well, thanks for asking and thanks for having me on. It's it's awesome to share. Yay. So in, in a nutshell, um, my transition from corporate America, I think is an interesting story and I'll, I'll keep it brief because I'm always happy to share more later. But um, my birth mother, I, you know, I left, um, I was um, handed off to a, my stepfather when I was eight my birth mother and I remained um, close, but she became kind of a big sister. And at the young age of 49, she experienced a sudden death heart attack and I lost her very unexpectedly. And so I was around 27 at the time. And that was really traumatic for me. And I found my way through grit and bumps and bruises, which is the story of my book um, in the corporate world. And as I started to approach a little bit closer to her age, I was about mid forties. I started to think about what if, you know, what if I was going to follow that same fate? What if I only had three or four years left and I didn't have, I didn't have the opportunity to wait until I retired to say, pursue a dream or figure out what I would do. So I ended up deciding to um, choose an, an industry and a focus that I would choose if I'd won the lottery. So I had this mindset of if I won the lottery, you know, what would I do? Um, You know, because I loved it. And, but the difference would be, I would do it for nonprofit. 
And so I've always had a passion for leadership since I really sucked at leading. And that was my wake up call. And I really wanted to make a difference with helping leaders, you know, um, overcome the, the potential bumps and bruises. So I stepped away from corporate America, took, you know, and strapped my parachute on and decided I'm my own parachute. If I, I'm either going to fail miserably or I'm going to learn a, a shit ton or a lot, excuse me. A shit ton's and, fine with me. Is it okay? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll learn a lot. But either way, I'm going to come out ahead. And so that's when I walked away from corporate America and decided to start my first company, which was MDR Coaching and Consulting. That's a, a awesome story. And not oh, awesome, just because we run parallel so much to each other. And, uh, and I love the one, the lottery mindset of what you could do. And you're doing it from a place of service when you did that. Now, yeah. was it hard to move from the corporate asshole person that you were <laughs> into that or was the organically turned over? Was there a moment in your life that says, I got to stop being an asshole? Yeah, that moment was a cataclysmic failure. So that was my wake up call. Now, here's the scary part. I was 26, pr promoted to my level of incompetence. So that's when you're um, promoted to a level of which you no longer have the skill sets. And mine was leadership. I didn't know how to lead, but I was a great producer. Right. So I ended up blowing up a team and suffered a massive walkout and I never saw it coming. And, and the worst part is on paper, um, we were we were kicking ass. We were getting it done. Our numbers were amazing. And but I was oblivious to the fact that the way I went about how I treated people was very destructive. Ooh. So my gift from that team was when they walked out, you can't really deny it when everybody leaves and you're the last dog standing, which was the case for me. And so I very quickly recognized that I better figure out this leadership thing if anybody's going to want to play on my team. And you and did so that, that, at that at 26. Yeah, wow. 26. So that was wow. a real gift because I work with people today as an executive coach who are well into their 50s and even 60s and are still suffering from that oblivion, you know, not recognizing yeah. that they're the ass in the room. Right. And they're not yeah. coming from a place of service. That's fantastic. No, so, not at all. So, Michelle, what then makes a great leader? Well, my opinion is they focus on people over performance because at the end of the day, that's the engine that's going to get the performance, right? We have to take care of our internal people so that they can take care of our brand. They can take care of our customers. They take care of our business. They help us scale, right? Yes. I love that. And so you're getting feedback also from the people that you might work under you and taking that feedback with a humble mind to make the decisions for your company, yes. right? I love it. Yes. I love it. So when you're bringing somebody in, uh, maybe in the discovery period, if you don't mind sharing some of the secret sauce, you help them to find their blind spots. As far as from a coach pr perspective, you know, I tend to attract people who are, you know, struggling with the people parts or kind of have what I call boot and mouth moments a little too often. And so they end up um, gravitating to this brand because they need a sugar-free approach when it comes to coaching. And so really it's just about discovering what their pain points are, what the what their desired outcomes are, um, understanding the impact that they're currently making, making sure that they, you know, um, are capable of of looking in the mirror. There are a lot of people that think that they're ready for coaching, but they're not coachable, right? They're not willing to look in the mirror. They're not willing to, um, you know, take your recommendations and not willing to stretch outside their comfort zone. Sometimes coaching can be quite uncomfortable, but that's the idea. It's kind of like a personal yeah. trainer, right? You don't it's, hire them to have them go soft on you. Yes. <laughs> you know what a coach you like, I love that you're saying coaching and not consulting because a lot of coaches or consultants will say, this is the way you do it, this is the way you do it, this is the way you do it, where a coach will say, this is what needs to be done, here's a game plan, now go execute it. 
And that sounds to me like you're doing that a lot. And that kind of segues into, well, you're working in that discovery period still. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Wow. I don't know that I've, uh, that I have hesitant clients, you know, and I'm very, um, sugar-free. I'm also, um, very, I mean, my entire book, the 12 leadership lessons were born out of all of my bumps and bruises and and mouth moments. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it comes from, you know, as a coach, it's our responsibility to go first when it comes to vulnerability and sharing. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important for me to build rapport, um, share my story, let them know that, look, just because I'm the coach, it doesn't mean I'm perfect. And as a matter of fact, the reason why I'm a coach is because I screwed a lot of things up. And fortunately I got the lessons extracted, right? Yeah. Right. So I can, I can pay that forward and, and, And I've also had a wealth of mentors along the way that Mm -hmm. have given me really tough feedback. Um, And and, and many times I wasn't open to it, but later, thank God, it got into my hard head and I was able to figure out how to, you know, transition the lesson into executing a change. That's awesome. Michelle, that's awesome. So if I'm at a networking event, which here in South Florida, we can do that, you know, we're pressing flesh um, and getting back out there and also doing a lot of virtually, what kind of things am I listening for that would make them a great referral contact or connection for badass leaders? Well, I think, you know, my ideal now, when I created this brand, I have two brands. I have MDR, which I consider my white collar corporate politically correct brand. And that's MDR coaching and consulting. Now, when it came to Badass Leader and creating the Badass Leader brand, that was actually born out of the classroom. So where I was um, delivering um, on my, um, I call it my white collar brand or on a white collar brand. And I was sitting in the room and I was listening to a lot of different um, um, people giving feedback saying, wow, you know, I'm really struggling with the people parts, but this whole leadership thing isn't resonating with them. You know, I mean, there's a lot out there, a lot of really amazing things out there, but they're a little too vanilla. And so, you know, I went home and I really thought about it on my flights and I thought, you know, I really need to create a brand that's for the gap, which the gap is Main Street. The gap is not C-suite <laughs> and it's not Wall Street. I mean, the majority, sorry, the majority is not Wall Street. It's right. not C-Street. The majority is Main Street. And so I wanted to create a brand that was approachable, fun, edgy, sugar-free, something to wear. I mean, who doesn't want to be a badass leader, right? Who wants to wear, you know, the um, the brand with pride and feel like that's their brand. And so that's what I really focused on is creating a brand. I call it the gateway drug to leadership, where you can <laughs> get people to feel comfortable and recognize that this brand's for them. Leadership is for them. It's not a white collar thing. It's an everyday thing. I love it because there's so many more of the white, the uh, Main Street people. Like you said, yes, I love that you call them Main Street. So let's you've you've seen Back to the Future, I'm sure. Uh, I have to confess, okay. I haven't, but I, I'm aware oh, of it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I know, I know, it's a crime. <laughs> Michael J. Fox has a DeLorean. He goes back to 1955 from 1985. Believe it or not, it's like almost 40 years old now. But let's get in that DeLorean with Michael J. Fox or with Marty McFly was his name. In go back to the 22 year old Michelle Rhinus. What kind of knowledge nuggets, we call them here at Time to Shine today, are you dropping on her to maybe help her level up, blast through, shorten that learning curve a little bit? Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, what I'm doing is I'm downloading the 12 lessons, right? Don't be an ass. Stop, okay. drop, take a selfie. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about trust. You have to have trust first. Um, focus on people over performance. Invest in yourself as a coach. 
because to me, that's a game changer when it comes to any business leader. I don't care whether you're leading a team of two or you're leading a team of 2000, you need to understand how to coach people to their um, potential. And then after that, then you're capable of starting to figure out the assemblance of a badass team and then stretch them. You know, once you've got that badass team, stretch them to their potential, get them outside their comfort zones and job descriptions. Um, Don't be a kiss ass. (laughs) Um, Suck it up when things get tough. You know, definitely be a groupie for your people and expand your tribe because that's what I waited too late to do. We need other people and other mentors in our life. I love that. So would she have listened? Um, I think it's all in the delivery, you know. But with a 22-year-old Michelle, listen. Yes. She would. Yes. Okay. Cause oh, I yeah. my 22 year old. I would listen. Would. I, I yes. Okay. And, and yes, a 22 year old Michelle, again, it has to do with the fact that I've got to walk the talk first before mm-hmm. I can coach somebody. Right. Okay. So I, so I come at, um, and I have a lot of, um, young followers. And mm-hmm. so it really comes with connecting with them through story. And I can't think of a more powerful way to, to connect with people. I share my story. We talk about their stories, talk about their goals and ambitions. Um, and then really, um, ask great questions. You know, I think that's that's the mark of a great coach is being able to um, ask questions to have people arrive at their own conclusions. Like, so what's the impact if you're an ass as a boss? What does it impact? Who else is it impact? Love and it. when they start to recognize that emotional weight that they're creating or mm-hmm. potentially the potential for creating and how that doesn't serve their reputation, their career um, um, desired goals, you know, they're, if they're um, ambitious, it's going to be a roadblock to their success. Got it. So let's get back on the Michelle track here. How do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you want your dash remembered? Well, I really want to make sure that I slide into home plate a little bumped and bruised because I, I'm, I've embraced the, uh, the adage of work hard, play harder. And that was a late, I was a late bloomer in that. I used to be, um, I would call myself a recovering workaholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, so it's really about she came, she played, she worked hard, she positively impacted people. And wow. she had an amazing time and was surrounded by people that she loved and cared about. Love it. So what keeps you up at night? Um, probably serving others. More importantly, it's just I, I, I ruminate on you know, um, different ways that I can help support my client's success, my customer's success, because at the end of the day, when I do that well, then I feel like uh, it comes back to the I matter, right? So wow. when I when I serve my family, when I serve my customers, you know, that's where um, that feel that's my emotional pay dirt. Love it. So what do people misunderstand the most about Michelle? Um, and I would say I can be um, intense. And so sometimes that intensity, you know, because I'm tenacious and I am sugar-free. And so, um, a lot of times I'll get misunderstood and, uh, but it's not really misunderstanding. It's really how I am. Right. So passion mm-hmm. sometimes can be misinterpreted as aggression or, mm-hmm. um, intensity, especially when you package it with someone with my personality profile, where my priorities in life are taking action. I'm all about getting stuff done, achieving results, and I do it with great passion. And so that in and of itself can be misunderstood. And so, but I still get to be responsible for the um, experiences I create, right? So it's not an excuse. It still is, you know, it's something that I constantly um, pump the brakes on. Love it. So what's the worst advice you've been given? 
Oh, the worst advice I would say was when it came to this brand. I um, had a lot of pushback when I was in my brainstorming saying, you know, hey, you need to write uh, the book called uh, How to Be an Extraordinary Leader in 12 Steps or How to Be, some, you know, the politically correct white collar brand. And I initially went down that path and thought that's what I'm going to try, try and do because I wanted to be politically correct. So I got all of this um, feedback and I just had writer's block. I was stuck. I couldn't do it. And I called my girlfriend and said, I'm really struggling. I guess I'll never be an author. This whole book writing idea was crazy. And she said, well, why, why do you feel that way? And I said, because the book I want to write is from bad to badass. And she goes, oh my God, I would buy that book. Yeah. And I go, I want to write that book. And so that's what I did. So, and then it was just like the dam broke open, the book came out, and then everything else came about from the academies to the workshops to the boot camps. And I'm having a blast and I love it. And there, there's an audience out there that absolutely loves this brand. And I don't want to be cookie cutter. I don't want to be like everybody else. And so I think at the end of the day, it's important that we're authentically ourselves and we do, I do me, right? Love you it. do you. I love that. Yeah. You do yourself. You do yeah. you. That's what they say. Yeah, that's right. Millennials, <laughs> you do you. Hey, so let's take out anything electronic. Let's take out your cell phone. Let's leave out our computer, whatnot. What are three things that Michelle cannot live without? Um, campfires under the stars out in yeah, the desert baby. with my friends and family, um, right. surrounded by dirt bikes and or uh, street bikes. We love to ride. And um, the mountains. I just love to to go to the mountains. So I'm an outdoorsy gal and I'm a too, family and it. friends. And I like to have the wind in my hair and I love to get dirty and get out there and play. Because you're out on the left coast, right? So, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm out on the west coast. <laughs> got, it, got it. Got it. I'm on the so, ocean here in, in, uh, in beautiful. Jupiter, Florida. So, so what's your definition, then, Michelle, of a life well lived? I think that at the end of the day, you, uh, I don't like to leave any stone unturned. So I, I, I'm constantly kind of digging for that kind of, you know, I love that movie, the bucket list. And I think it's important again, to live as if you're dying and not in a, um, in a boohoo kind of way, but in a purposeful, intentional, exploratory, willing to take risks, live, live out your best life and, um, and tap into your potential, whether it be your potential, your potential for play adventure, um, stretching yourself in your, in your business, um, taking risks in love. You know, I think it's important that we live fullest. Yes. Live our fullest life. I love that. And squad, man, I got like a page and a half of notes. I don't know about you, but we're going to take Michelle into our leveling up lightning round. Just as soon (laughs) as we get back from thanking our sponsors and affiliates. Time to shine today, Podcast Varsity Squad. We are back with my awesome sauce, badass leader friend, Michelle Rhinus. And Michelle, we got five or six questions we're going to ask. You and I could talk an hour on each one of these easy, but you got five seconds, no explanations. You ready to rock? Ready to rock. Let's level up here. What is the (laughs) best leveling up advice Michelle's ever received? Do me. Just be me. Share one of your personal habits to contribute to your success. I am an, an early morning, uh, like a one or two o'clock witching hour kind of gal. Love it. So outside of badassleader.com and of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug, what website do you like to go to to level up? Oh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Simon Sinek fan, but I really, um, I'm an, I have to confess, I'm an Andy Frisella 
and okay. a Gary, yeah. Gary V fan. Motherfucking CEO. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, I know Andy <laughs> yeah. pretty good. That's more yeah. my style. <laughs> yeah, I know him pretty good. So yeah, that, that's awesome. So if I'm in my doldrums, you're seeing me and you're like, Fergie's just not up to it. And, you know, leaving Badass Leader out of it, because obviously I'm going to read that. But what other book are you handing me to get me out of my doldrums? Let's see. I would say... If just for you, I'd say, you know, I love, I always lean on leadership books. So to get you out of your doldrums. Five seconds, so, yeah. Michelle, let's uh, go. Dare, dare to lead, Brene Brown. Love it. Love it. What's your most commonly used emoji? Uh, the, Probably the heart. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. So don't lie to me here. Okay. If you could physically be, <laughs> physically be one age for the rest of your life and keep the wisdom that you've got and continue to garner wisdom. What age would that be? Physically. 49. Yes. I say 28 to 32. Thank you for not lying. You're the best. <laughs> What's your favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? I love Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, they're my girl. Yeah, I love, love to you. help build. Love you for that. Last question. You can elaborate on this one. Okay. What's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, I'm a, I'm a metalhead. And so I would have to go like uh, 90s. Yeah, metal. Yeah, I like night, but I'm I'm also a small town Titans fan, and they're today, and but they do metal great. <laughs> yeah, I love I love like the '80s, the metal. It's funny. I have a client yeah. with right now. We jammed to Anthrax, we jammed to Metallica, Megadeth, and stuff. Like he's like, you listen to that? You're all clean cut. I'm like, bro, I got down. Like, you know, yeah. I'm and I love all kinds. <laughs> Forty nine years old, and I go back to my '80s roots for everything. So, <laughs> Michelle, how can we find you, love? Uh, badassleader.com is the best way to connect. That way you have the full menu of everything that we have from boot camps to live talk, and virtual. Talk to us about that academy. Yeah, so the academy is really cool. I'm super stoked about that. We just launched it late uh, 2020, December 2020. Yeah. Right now we have like two, I think we have 275 to 300 so do it yourself in your jammy courses that are from four to nine minutes a piece. And so it's, I consider it, like I said, the gateway drug to leadership. You can, you know, uh, get in and captain your own ship for your own development to help you accelerate your outcomes for yourself and for your teams. And it's available 24 seven. It's all self-guided. So I love that. That's, that's a great, um, that's one great resource. And then of mm -hmm. course, if you love the brand, we've got some awesome swag. So if you want to represent, Dude, uh, you, so you have to walk the talk before you wear the shirt though. It's <laughs> important. Got yeah. Got and this. then lots of boot camps. We do badass leader boot camps, coaching workshops, you name it. We're in person, we're virtual. Um, as long as it's safe. Love it. I love, yeah. love, 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 love it. So leave us with, no, I just forgot. I, I'm giving a book away. Um, it's going to be <laughs> off. It's going to be autographed by my awesome sauce, gorgeous friend here, Michelle Rhinus. And she wrote from bad to bad ass leader, live to lead. And I'm going to buy one for the first one that posts in any of our social media, um, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatnot, anyone that says badass Michelle puts that in. So I know you've listened to this freaking interview. Badass Michelle will get a free book that and time to shine today's dime that Michelle is going to sign and send out to you. And we'll take care of postage and everything else. Is that fair, Michelle? Oh, I'd love to do that. Awesome. Awesome sauce. So Michelle, do us a huge favor and leave us with one last knowledge nugget you'd like to take with us, internalize and take action. Um, the main, uh, thought that I would like to say is invest in yourself. 
you know, invest in your development, understand what's working for you, what's not working for you, get feedback, tap into mentors, focus on how you can coach yourself and your team. Love you know, that. it all begins with you. If it's to be, it's up yes. to you. I love that. It's like a selfishness to you start have to with, to start selfish. with you. <laughs> selfish. Yes. Yes. Take a selfish. I love that. I cannot rate. I, I, it's terrible. I have not read the book, but I'm going to get it today. Um, so that, that's fantastic. And squad, you just had a free masterclass. Like literally I have two pages of notes for my good friend, Michelle Rhinus. You know, she came from an abandonment background, but she th- didn't just survive. She began to thrive. She started things with a lottery mindset, you know, where if she got all that money, how would she utilize it to help leaders through the bumps and bruises? And so she started really with a nonprofit uh, attitude and look at where she's at now. She she does not want you to treat yourself destructively. She wants you to focus on people over performance. She's wants you to really experience less boot in the mouth moments. And I love that. You know, she wants a great coach will help you discover your pain points and understand their impact and help you level up through those. You know, she understands there's a gap between C Street and Main Street, and there's a hell of a lot more Main Street people out there that are struggling. So if you are one of those Main Street people, Reach out to Time to Shine today. I will make a personal introduction to my good friend, Michelle. You know, she wants you to invest in yourself always, whether it's with your family, okay, whether you're a leader of two or 2,000. You know, there is a gateway to leadership, and Michelle will help you get there, okay? You know, a great coach is also going to ask you powerful questions. We always say that here at Time to Shine today. Questions are the key. Always. She wants you to, she's going to be remembered as someone that slid into home plate, both bumps and bruises, but along the way, she's impacted so many people. She's going to leave no no stone unturned. She wants you to kind of live like you're dying. Okay. And just really like, you know, plan to live to a hundred, but live every day. It's like, it's your last and get after it and serve as many people as you can. And you know what squad, she's a badass that says jammies. She says jammies. <laughs> so I love that. Michelle, you level up your health. You level up your wealth. You are so humble, yet so hungry. And we're so blessed to have you on today. Can't wait to collaborate in the future. I love your guts. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Scott. It's been a pleasure to serve your audience. And I look forward to connecting again on Clubhouse. We'll do yes! we'll do so. We'll hang out on Clubhouse. We will. Love you. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Ciao. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.